0: Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Even though it doesn't feel like it sometimes, it is really easy to be a Christian in this country. We don't experience many of the things that other Christians do in other parts of the world, even today. Well, here's an example. On June 15th, the government in the northern province of Shaanxi carried out a unified arrest operation targeting members of the Church of the Almighty God, or CAG. Up to June 26th, 400 and three CAG members had been arrested, according to a government insider. The arrest operation might last until the end of July. One office of state security in in uh, Shanghai province um, issued a document about the maintenance of social order during the celebration of the Communist Party's 100th anniversary the document ordered to, quote, put real efforts to strengthen surveillance over key personnel and carry out severe crackdown on the Church of the Almighty God, unquote. During the celebration days is when this this is uh, really at its height. The Church of the Almighty God, or C-A-G, is a Christian new religious movement. So it's it's kind of a new denomination, but it's, it, it is definitely a Christian one that is based in, in uh, the belief and relationship in Christ. Uh, it is the most s- severely persecuted religious movement in China. And since April, April of this year, the Communist Party has, has um, wantonly arrested CAG members throughout the country in the name of maintenance of social order. During the anniversary celebration uh, from middle April to middle June, at least 265 CAG members were arrested by police in the central province of Henan. The, uh, the the providence um, or the capital, the, the capital of the providence, um, they they had authorities uh, that demanded all levels of governments in the province to uh, ascertain the number of CAG members. Um, they co- coordinate with public security organs and related departments, issue measures of household investigation, indoor help and instruction, mass report, and others. Find out the actual situation and movements of local CAG members and carry out crackdown, maintenance, control and political work with targets. This this is what the the actual thing said that they were supposed to be doing. This this is pretty ominous. According to a government employee at Henan province, public security organs have planted informants in every village in the province. And any gathering of two or three people, get this, any gathering of two or three people would be regarded as suspicious and might lead to arrests." How would you like that? In April this year, the government in the eastern province of Hanoi um, carried out a unified arrest operation after a long-term surveillance and tracing. In that month, at least 116 CAG members were arrested, and at least one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars of church and personal assets were looted. A, a released CAG member told Bitter Winter that according uh, that, that during uh, interrogation she found out that some police officers had disguised themselves as cleaning workers to to surveil her uh, for three months before her arrest. The police showed her surveillance uh, screenshots. Uh, and uh, of her and two other CAG members, and forced her to disclose the whereabouts of the two cohorts and co-religionists they called them. Uh, many CAG members who are well known for their belief and and police have police records had no choice but to flee and evade arrest. Government and police officers uh, who talked to a bitter winner uh, confirmed that at this uh, as as this year. Is the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party in China's and and their their founding? The government ordered to strengthen the persecution against all dissident groups, insisting that uh, that uh, CAG uh, would be persecuted in particular. The the Bureau of Public uh, Security assigned uh, arrest quotas to the sub uh, subordinate organs, so um, they they ordered them to, to um, arrest people and keep their, their arrest confidential, and they put quotas on the number of arrests that they had to do. That's just, just mind-blowing. According to a source, 34 CAG members arrested in Batao City uh, were uh, held in a detention center where they were um, subjected to, quote, transformation, unquote through uh, mandatory indoctrination, and those who refused to be re- transformed would be uh, given sentences. Um, you, you may say, well, you know, that's China. Uh, it, it's one of the most dangerous places to follow Jesus, right? Well, what if I told you that it is considered only number 17 of a list of most dangerous places to be Christian? Christianity Day reports that every day, and and I want you to hear these numbers. I know numbers are tough in radio and in podcasts and that type of thing, but I want you to hear these numbers because I think it's important that 13 Christians worldwide are killed every day because of their faith. Every day, 12 churches or church buildings are attacked every day in this world. And every day, twelve Christians are unjustly arrested or imprisoned, and another five are abducted every single day. So reports the the, the, the there, there's a report that came out twenty twenty one World Watch List and the latest annual accounting of Open Doors, an organization uh, that that keeps track of these things. Um, they they reported on the top 50 countries where Christians are the most persecuted for following Jesus and you might think that the list is is uh, all about oppression but the list is really all about resilience and this this was what was even stated by David Curry the president and CEO of open doors USA uh, he said quote the numbers of of God's people who are suffering shouldn't mean the church is dying, that Christians are are keeping quiet, losing their faith, and turning away from one another, he stated. But that's not what's happening. Instead, in living color, we see the words of God recorded in the prophet Isaiah, I will make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. Of course, that's Isaiah forty three nineteen. the The listed nations contained 900, or I'm sorry, 309 million, that's 309 million Christians living in places with very high or extreme levels of persecution. Up Now that's up from 260 million in last year's list. So that's, that's super encouraging. Another 31 million. And when I say, when I say encouraging, not that there's a ton more people that are being persecuted, but that, that, there, the, the numbers are still there that people are not turning away because of it. Another 31 million could be added from the 24 nations that fall outside the top 50, 50 nations, such as Cuba, Sri Lanka, and the uh, UAF, or you know, UAE, the United Arab Emirates. Um, and and this is this is this makes for a ratio of 1 in 8 Christians worldwide facing persecution 1 in 8 Christians worldwide face persecution this includes 1 in 6 believers in Africa and 2 out of 5 in Asia last year 45 nations scored high enough to res- register very high persecution levels uh and and they this is this is all calculated by open doors 84 question matrix so they have this this matrix of, of 84 different questions it's not just you know how many people are killed or or what you know violent acts that are happening it's there's there's a whole matrix of of questions that, that go into these these countries ra- rankings and this year for the first time in 29 years of, of tracking all all 50 qualified uh, under all, all of the matrix as did four nations that fell outside of that cutoff. Open Door identified three main trends uh, driving last year's increase, and that is number one, COVID-19. And COVID-19 acted as a catalyst for religious persecution through relief discrimination. Uh, so in other words, relief was going out um, to these to different areas, but they were not given to certain areas of, of countries because they were Christian or something like that uh forced conversion which means obviously that, that just like what we were hearing in China where they are saying no you need to you need to convert to islam or or you need to you know uh, abandon your faith uh, or be sentenced uh, and as justification for increasing surveillance and censorship again just like we saw in China another uh, uh reason here for the increase over last year is extremist attacks uh Opportunistically spreading, you know, further throughout the sub-Saharan uh, A- Africa and and from Nigeria and Cameroon uh, and uh, and and beyond. Uh, and we also see, obviously, the Chinese censorship system continue to prop- um, propagate and and spread emerging surveillance states. So as as technology gets better and as we as we're able to track people uh, through phones or whatever the case may be. Uh, then, then uh, we we see more and more of this uh, censorship, partic- particularly when it comes to Chinese censorship. Now, Open Doors has monitored Christian persecution worldwide since 1992, and North Korea has ranked <laughs> number one for 20 years uh, since 2002, when the watch list began. They've they've been number one on the list uh, for good reason, obviously. Uh, quote, we are not just talking about religious leaders, though, um, said Curry at the uh, live stream launch of this year's list. He said, we're hearing firsthand from those experiencing persecution, and we uh, only report what we can document. Now, this is important. They only report what they can document. Um, the the purpose of the annual WWL rankings, uh, which have chronicled, uh, how North Korea now has uh, competition uh, as persecution gets worse and worse throughout the world, uh, is uh, to guide prayers and aim for more effective anger while showing persecuted believers that they are not forgotten. And I think it's very important. That's one of the reasons why I want to do the podcast uh, on this today. Uh, now, where are Christians most persecuted today, you may ask? Uh, well, this this year, the top 10 worst um, persecutors are um, relatively unchanged. They they're kind of the same ones. Uh, after North Korea is Afghanistan, followed by uh, Somalia, um, uh, Libya, Pakistan, uh, uh, Eritrea, um, Yemen, uh, Iran, Nigeria, and India. Those those are the those are the worst, the worst of the worst, I guess you could say. Nigeria entered the uh, top ten for the first time. Uh, After um, maxing out the uh, Open Doors metric for violence, um, the nation with uh, Africa's largest Christian population is Nigeria, and it ranks number nine overall, but it is second behind Pakistan in terms of violence, um, which ranks number one in the number of Christians killed for reasons related to their faith. Now, the Sudan left the top ten for the first time in six years by Uh, abolishing the death penalty for uh, apostasy and, and guaranteeing, at least on paper anyway, freedom of religion in its new constitution after three decades of Islamic law. So they're going away from the Islamic law and they've done away with the death penalty for um, uh, being, uh, you know, anything but, uh, you know, a follower of Islam. And, uh, and, at least they say they are, you know, and there's a lot of reports that it's still happening. But uh, yet, it remains number thirteen on the list, as Open Door researchers noted. Christians from Muslim backgrounds still face attacks. Um, you know, they, they they they're ostracized and discriminated against uh, from their families and communities, uh, while you know, Christian women face sexual violence uh, there. India remains in the top 10 for the third year in a row because it continues to see an increase in violence against religious minorities due to government-sanctioned Hindu extremism. Meanwhile, China joined uh, the top 20 for the first time in a decade due to that ongoing increasing surveillance and censorship of Christians and other religious minorities. Of the top 50 nations, 12 have uh, extreme levels of uh, persecution, and 38 have high or very high levels. Uh, another four nations outside the the 50 also qualified as very high: Cuba, Sri Lanka, uh, United Arab Emirates, and and Niger. 19 are in Africa, and those six are, and and, and six of those are in in North Africa. 14 are in Asia, 10 are in the Middle East, and five are in Central Asia, with two in Latin America. So just our neighbors to the south. Now, 34 have um, Islam as their main religion. That's probably no surprise or, or shock, right? 34 have Islam as their main religion. Four have Buddhism, two, Hinduism, one, Atheism, and one, Agnosticism. And get this, 10 have Christianity. 10 have Christianity as their main religion, you know, in in their country, even though they're in the top 50 nations for uh, being hostile uh, to Christianity. Uh, The 2021 list added, uh, four new countries, Mexico at number 37, the Democratic Republic of Congo uh, at number 40, Mozambique 45, and Comoros at number 50. Now, Mexico was interesting, and it was a little bit of a surprise to me, uh, but Mexico rose, to f- rose 15 spots up from number 52 last year due to rising violence and discrimination against Christians from drug traffickers, gangs, and indigenous communities. Isn't that interesting that you have drug traffickers and gangs and indigenous communities that, that are so um, so threatened by Christians and the church that they would uh, do harm and violence to Christians, uh, and, and that is, it's increasingly so there in Mexico. Uh, obviously, Christians uh, are uh, against that type of stuff and and they are seen as a threat by the drug traffickers and the gangs and in indigenous communities. Now, however, on the uh, other types of persecution can outweigh violence uh, as as uh, as as, for example, the the central African Republic fell ten spots from twenty five to thirty five, yet violence against Christians, there, they, that re, that remained at extreme level even though they dropped because of other reasons the Ken uh, and Kenya fell six spots from 43 to 49 through through attacks uh, there um, because the even though the, the attacks there have increased significantly they have dropped because of other reasons. meanwhile South Sudan ranks among the top 10 most violent nations tracked by open doors uh, at number nine. Uh, yet doesn't even make the top fifty watch list. They're at sixty nine, even though they are in the top ten for violent nations. Now, how how are how are Christians persecuted in this country in in these countries? Because again, there's there's a lot of different ways that you can be persecuted. Now, Open Doors tracks persecution across six different categories, including both social and governmental pressures. Um, on individuals families and congregations and and has a, a special focus on women actually the worldwide re- uh, registered mart- uh, martyrdom rose and, and and again here's some numbers but i think they're important for you to hear and understand the worldwide register the registered modernism, uh rose to 4761 in in 2020 uh, the, the 2021 report. This is up 60 percent from almost 3,000 tallied the year before, surpassing the four over 4,300 deaths noted in 2019, and the report there. Now, this is th- these these are people that have literally lost their lives, and this is documented because Open Doors is known for for favoring a more conservative estimate than other groups um but but just documented cases we know that there were over 4700 different people who lost their lives who were martyred because they were a Christian just last year alone that's crazy that's that's craziness it's something we don't even think about oftentimes in this country now during the the launch event curry um he interviewed uh, Afordia is her name and and uh, she's a Nigerian Christian healthcare worker whose husband was executed by Boko Haram now after cutting off communication networks in the cu- uh, couple's village the extremists rounded up the men and asked each one if they were a muslim or if they were an infidel and he said, said says here it says quote no i am not an infidel or a Muslim, I am a Christian. She said that um, that then they he knelt down on the side of the road and prayed, and they executed him there. Abduction of Christians rose, uh, rose to 1,710, up 63% from the just over 1,000 tally the year before. The first time the category was tracked um, by Open Doors uh, was last year, um, and and uh, and and it's already up over sixty three percent this year. Uh, Nigeria tops the list at nine hundred and ninety. Pakistan led the world in forced marriages. A a, a new category tracked uh, just last year with about a thousand Christians married to non Christians against their will. Asia accounted for seventy two percent of the forced marriages tallied by Open Doors. China arrested, jailed, and and detained without charge um, 1,147 Christians for faith-related reasons out of a total of 4,277 worldwide. This tally by Open Doors rose from 3,700 last year to 3,150 in in 2019. Meanwhile, attacks and forced closures of churches numbered 4, Four thousand four hundred and eighty-eight worldwide, with a vast majority reported in China, followed by Nigeria. In last year's report, the tally had skyrocketed from eighteen hundred forty-seven to nine thousand four hundred and eighty-eight, with China accounting for over fifty-five hundred alone. So, why are Christians persecuted in these countries? Well, Open Doors categorize the the primary source. Of Christian persecution into into eight different groups, and number one is is is, is uh, uh, Islamic uh, oppression. Uh, Twenty nine countries um, were uh, categorized as as why they they were persecuting Christians uh, in these countries. That um, of course, when you say Islamic persecution, you're you're saying that this is the main source of a persecution for Christians who face um more than half of the watch list countries. Um, another one is is clan oppression, six countries. This is the main source of of persecution that that uh, Christians face in Afghanistan, for instance, which is number two on the list, or Somalia, which is number three on the list. Um, another reason, dictatorial, Paranoia. So you have you have a dictatorship or you know a dictator who is who's paranoid and he he thinks that Christians are gonna gonna try to take him down. Uh, this is the main source of persecution that Christians face in countries, mostly in like Central Asia or or Muslim majority type countries. Um, religious nationalism uh, re- was a result in in at least three different countries on this list. Uh, this is, is this is the main source of persecution that Christians face in 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 the three nations of of, of Asia. Mostly Christians are are primarily um, targeted by Hindu nationalists in India, which of course is number ten on the list, and by Buddhist nationalists in uh, Myanmar uh, and and um, Bhutan, uh, which was number forty three on the list. Um, also, communist and post communist oppression exists. And this is the main source of persecution that Christians face in three countries. Uh, A- Asia, you have North Korea at number one, China at number 17, and Vietnam at number 19. Uh, Christian denominational um, persecution is, uh, is involved in two countries, and this is the main source of persecution um, in in Ethiopia, believe it or not, which is kind of, I've been to Ethiopia, and e- Ethiopia, you can you can just sense the 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 spiritual uh, thing there it it is it, you 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 can you can feel it I I don't know exactly how to describe it but man it is it is really the Muslim domination there and and just just how how people view you and see you and just uh, just the just the spiritual oppression you can literally almost cut with a knife uh, organized crime is another one that we just talked about like in Mexico uh organized crime and corruption is is, is, is a way. Colombia is number 30 on the list and they, they are definitely in that way. And also secular intolerance intolerance uh, is another way that that um, Christians can be persecuted. Now uh, what you know the the, the, the question kind of arises, what are the main trends that we see? Uh, in persecution of Christians, and and uh, there's one that the global pandemic has made persecution more obvious than ever. Simply because so many people needed help, and the clear discrimination and oppressions suffered by Christians in 2020 must not be forgotten. I mean, we can't just let it go away because COVID-19 is going away. But we were able to see some of these things because of of the the. Uh, vaccinations uh, that were going out to the different countries and the, and the help and relief and, and medical aid um, public health lockdowns also increased the vulnerability of many believers, Christians who abandon abandon a major faith to follow Christ. know they, they risk losing all support from, you know, like their spouse or families or tribes or communities as well as local and natural, um, you know, authorities Um you know if 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 they lose income due to covid-19 they they can't fall back on customary networks uh, for survival meanwhile church leaders from you know like um, egypt or uh, to to latin america instituted bans on church services causing donations to drop about 40% reducing you know their their own income and the ability of the congregation to offer assistance in in the wider community so I would just say this. I would say that the next time that I get out of bed on a Sunday morning and I wonder if I should go to church or just stay home, I will remember those outside this country and and rethink my hesitation. Now I'm going to try to put a link to the All 50 Nations um, in in the description, and uh, and that way you can see the entire list there. and And of course, you can always go to Uncommon Sense Podcast. Dot .com and you can hear this uh, podcast again or anything in our archives. And again, thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.